Hello, everyone. Welcome into the Winged Lions podcast. Justin Thomas here talking about FC Cincinnati presented by Chatterbox Sports. And look, it was a uh, another uh, head-scratcher of a matchup on Saturday for FC Cincinnati on the road against Orlando City SC. I had mentioned it. I said, you got to find a way to deal with Nani. And, well, to be fair, it's really hard to deal with Nani. And Nani had a heck of a goal um, to, to make it 2-0 at that point. But let's start about the first minute because it, what didn't even take a full minute, Orlando City scored um, I mean, just seconds into this match, and you just knew from right then and there it was going to be a long day. I mean, you looked at the game cast. It said uh, the team lineups have went onto the field, and then the next thing on the on the game chart said kickoff, and then boom, there was the goal by Akindeli. So, obviously, not a great start for FC Cincinnati. I, I'm not 100 sure what was going on. It, it seemed like it was one of those where Haglin was. I don't know if he was trying to drop it to. Uh, TT or if he was trying to put it across but either way he misplayed it uh, and Akindeli pounced on it like a uh, like a purple lion which is what the uh, Orlando City is and and just put it home there's nothing TT could do and right off the bat boom one nil in favor of Orlando City as I mentioned in that second goal Whew, second goal was a beauty as well. One of those situations where Nani just got the ball at his feet and went back and forth. And uh, Kubo, you got to feel bad for him. He was trying to defend it, but basically just got all twisted up, turned around, and then Nani just, bam, nailed a beauty of a goal. Nani's having a really good season so far this year for Orlando City. Um, so the Lions, as they call themselves, uh, they were up 2-0 at that point. It was 2-0 at the half. And then uh, FC Cincinnati was able to play a little bit better, I felt, throughout the, the second half. But uh, never really seemed to really threaten Orlando City too much. Uh, they did have a really good chance, but it was ruled off sides. And then uh, Orlando City with the final dagger. Somehow we had a four on two. Um, There's four Orlando City players in the 18 and just two FC Cincinnati defenders. And then TT was up there. And I mean, it was picking it apart, you know, pick your man to put the ball in the back of the net. Orlando City got the three nil scoreline and all three points. It was Orlando City's first win, but they had a couple draws. So they hadn't lost yet. And for FC Cincinnati, it's kind of another disheartening performance. Uh, another road contest where you're looking at it. Um, they've given up. 10 goals on the season so far, only scored twice. And really, when you look at it, they scored the first 12 minutes twice in that Nashville game at the very beginning of the year, and then they haven't scored since. So a lot of question marks still remain for the orange and blue. Uh, one of those situations where I think defensively, you, you know, it's it's not what it was last year, and it's some of the same players. So you're trying to kind of figure out what's going on with that, with that back line as to why they seem so discombobulated, so disjointed, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a problem. It's a problem. You can't be getting scored on in the first 30 seconds of a game. And, you know, then you're already working uphill. Uh, it's, it's defensively FC Cincinnati has been kind of a, a kind of confused. And that's something I thought coming into the season that they would actually be able to figure out pretty well since Stam is a defensive minded, uh, player. When he played, he was in the center back position and he, you know, play at a top level clubs like Manchester United. So, you know, I, I felt like he would know how to get things going. I don't know if it's one of those things where just personnel wise, you know, Haglin and, and Pat Pedersen both are 
guys that have been playing with each other. So it's not like a situation with two new center backs trying to get a feel for each other. I mean, these guys were playing with each other last last season. I know the formation keeps changing a little bit here and there. Um, that was another issue was that it seemed like formation-wise, there's a lot of guys kind of playing out of position, which is a situation that had kind of happened um, in seasons prior. So still trying to get things figured out for FC Cincinnati. Uh, they have the bye week this week. So that is good news um, since there is a number um, of teams now in the MLS. So they got the bye week. So hopefully this will give some extra time to try and figure out what has gone horribly wrong in the first three games of the season, what has gone maybe well in the first couple games of the season, you know, really, really the Nashville first 12 minutes in that game. That what, what went well, how do we duplicate that? And then trying to get things all prepped up for the fourth match of the season which is the following week on may 16th it's also the home opener in the beautiful new tql stadium west end stadium um it's one of those situations where that place is gonna be packed it's gonna be bumping and hopefully that'll give some added encouragement to fc cincinnati to to find a way to score some goals i remember um you know with their first home game in the mls uh, they throttled Portland Timbers, uh, 3-0, if I remember correctly, 3-4-0, um, I can't remember exactly, but it was a lot of goals, and the fact of the matter is, a lot of goals, crowd was behind them, you know, they, they haven't had really any a good season throughout the MLS, but that was a good time, um, that game, so hopefully something can be duplicated, but it is going to be difficult because it is against a very good Inter-Miami squad, much improved um, this year, they're looking pretty good. Um, Gonzalo Higuain is actually looking like what he was looking like ever in, uh, you know, Juventus and, and Real Madrid stints. Um, Federico Higuain's even scored a couple goals, and he's, you know, super old in the terms of soccer. Um, the longtime Columbus crew man, but Inter Miami is getting some good things going. So that's going to be trouble for FC Cincinnati, but hopefully, being opening up the new TQO Stadium, they'll be able to get things uh, figured out and, and hopefully get a result. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of what's on slate. Uh, FC Cincinnati still a lot of questions to kind of figure out. Big matchup coming up at home at TQL Stadium, which moves me to my next segment here. Uh, my in-laws have season tickets and um, they have four season tickets. They invited my wife and I to go with them to the uh, open house that was on this past Sunday. And I want to tell you what, you know, it was a really cool event. I, I really enjoyed being there, checking out the stadium, um, kind of, you know, because usually when you go to stadium, you don't get time to check out the stadium because you're getting prepped for the match and everything like that. So it was kind of cool to actually go there and just kind of sit back and take in the stadium for what it was um, and, and you know, not be focused in on what was going to happen with, with the match that was upcoming. So really cool stadium. I actually really do like it. I think that there is a lot of um, cool features. You know, we were checking out some of the uh, some of those suites and things like that. Those were pretty cool. Um, the team shop is top level. Uh, I love the team shop. I love myself a good team shop to begin with, but this was um, a really cool team shop. We walked in and it was kind of small, but that's what you kind of figure sometimes for those, uh, you know, shops that are in the stadium. But then the uh, the FC Cincinnati personnel that were in there said, oh, we got it. We got it downstairs, too. And then we went downstairs and bam, there's a lot more going on as well downstairs. Um, you know, they even little have even little soccer kicking area. So I went down there and scored a couple goals real quick before moving on, checking out all the merch. Um, 
yeah, I think it's I think it's really cool. If you haven't seen anything, you can check out FC Cincinnati Twitter. Um, the commissioner Don Garber for MLS, he was um, checking it out. I think that was the latest story that's come out because he was just here in Cincinnati checking out the stadium. Um, but yeah, Team Shop's really cool. I like all the uh, restaurants, especially the Cincinnati themed one, Skyline, La Rosa's, Rheingeist um, is in there as well. Um, a lot of cool vendors and stands. There's also a section that has um, some stand like kind of tabletop standing area where you can stand and watch the game and that's something that I really enjoy when I go to um, when I've been to crew games um, I really enjoy kind of actually just kind of standing on the concourse sometimes um, and watching the game that way not necessarily need being in the seat so you have that option there too um, our seats are pretty good they're in the, um, the upper level but still really good vision you can see everything very well from up there overall I'd say it's a pretty pretty awesome stadium um, you know not really any complaints at this point. I will say that everything's a little grayed out. It kind of looks from some sides like it's almost like a warehouse if you were not knowing that you were going up to a soccer stadium, primarily on uh, what would be the west side, um, which is kind of up to, up to the neighborhoods and up to Taft there. Um, kind of a different feel, which, you know, it's, it's you know, it's different, but definitely uh, in some aspects, it almost looks like if you're driving past it, you would maybe mistake it for just being one of those giant warehouses initially, just because it's kind of, it's got a cool design, but it's all kind of gray. But overall, I mean, everything looks really cool with it. I, I'm hoping that maybe they put up some some orange and blue banners and things like that. Um, you know, what, what I've seen from other stadiums as well, um, not just NMLS, but uh, all across the, you know, the gamut of sports is you got to get some sweet banners up there of the players themselves. Um, I think that's really cool. Um, that's something the crew have where you can, you walking up to the stadium and they got, um, on, you know, right there, it would be the behind the goal as you walking up, they have, I think like six banners of six different players. Um, so that's cool stuff that I think, you know, obviously it wasn't completely finished yet. Um, so I think that's things that probably will get updated as we go forth. Um, hopefully by the time we hit the, the home opener, um, and moving forward in the season. So Overall, I think it's going to be a cool stadium. I can't wait to get in there and watch some games. Um, I can't wait to see how things are going to play out um, for FC Cincinnati in their home opener. I'm hoping that they get a good result. I'm hoping they get to get some things figured out and start to change things around because, um, you know, right now for FC Cincinnati, uh, they're in a spot they don't want to be in. They're back down at the bottom of the league, and even uh, expansion side Austin has picked up two wins from three matches. So, you know, you you want to you want to see the club do well, and you want them to get out of this kind of this this stereotype of being the the bottom of the of the of the the league, the wooden spoon winner. You don't want to have a threepeat of a win at wooden spoon. So hopefully, FC Cincinnati can get some things going, get it figured out. Um, but nonetheless, I'm excited for the home opener. I'm excited to watch the Orange and Blue take the field in this new stadium here at TQL Stadium, and I think it's going to be an awesome time. So. Make sure you keep uh, in tune with the Winged Lions podcast, getting you uh, up to date on my thoughts, personal thoughts on FC Cincinnati, trying to get you some news in there as well. But overall, this is a podcast about FC Cincinnati and taking a look at you know, my interpretations of things that are happening with the club and um, what's going on throughout the season. So keep listening to the Winged Lions podcast here.